Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm so excited about today's show. Uh, I've got a real treat for you today. Um, I have somebody who is inspiring people all over the world, um, and I wanted to bring him on because he he has a pretty incredible story um, where he had a shift in his life and realized uh, what he needed to do and what he needed to change, started surrounding himself with influencers, and now he's doing what I love to do as well. He is connecting uh, people all over the world with inspirational speakers, uh, motivational ideas, and helping people to really live their dreams, fulfill their potential, and inspiring them to move past their roadblocks um, in business and in life. So uh, I would like to introduce Eric Swanson. He is the creator of the Habitude Warrior Conferences, um, among many other things. And I'm going to actually give him an opportunity to brag about himself in just a minute. But Eric, are you there? I am here. What's up, Allison? Good to see you. (laughs) Great great to have you on the show. Uh, Eric's one of the very first people I met when I got into the speaker industry, um, was impressed with with his his commitment and dedication to what he does, and also his big heart and his generosity. Um, this gentleman has done so much for me in helping me to grow my business, and um, and it's just truly an honor to have you on. So, Eric, one of the things that I like to do on my show is I like to give my guests permission to brag. That's right, permission to totally brag about yourself. Um, you know, I, I I really hate just reading off bios and things like that. Um, I'd much rather hear from you what uh, some of your accomplishments are. So I'm giving you total permission to brag right now. Uh, why don't you tell us what <laughs> are your top three accomplishments or some crazy good things that you want to tell us about yourself? Ready? Go. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. I'm not familiar with bragging about myself. Come on. This is, this is putting me on the spot. But um, I will say this. Okay. So as long as I'm going to teach your team, your audience, how to do what I did, here's what I kind of did. Um, a couple things about me or a few things. Uh, I'm a five-time number one national best-selling author uh, at this point, which is kind of cool. I just uh, just became a five-time, um, yeah, exactly, five-time uh, uh, best-selling author uh, recently, about um, probably about a week and a half ago. So that was a lot of fun, and uh, that's one thing. Second thing is, um, let's see, I run all these conferences in different parts of the of the country and and actually abroad, which is kind of fun. And I really get to collaborate with a lot of different cool, cool individuals. So I'm sure I'll talk to you more about that after. And that's, those are two things. What's the third thing? I don't know. You pick one. Uh, there's so many great things about me. <laughs> well, you know, here, here's, a, here's a great thing about Eric. And this is something that I totally think is, is brag worthy. Um, he, he is a connector. So, you know, I needed something. My very first conference that I did on my own when I got to speaking world, I needed a web developer. I remember I called you, Eric, and you connected with me with somebody right away. Um, he was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. 
really helped me out. You flew out, you spoke at my conference, and you, you added so much excitement and passion. I remember you're, you're jumping on tables and getting the crowds going. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just, just being a, being a good friend, I think a good friend, a good connector, a real person. You know, one thing about, about this industry in, in the speaking world and, um, you know, Hollywood and, and even the world of writing and, and becoming authors, there are a lot of people that aren't authentic. Um, you know, there's a lot of empty promises. There's a lot of people that don't fall through. And, you know, mm-hmm. I totally understand having gone from a reach of 2,000 to 2 million in nine months. There are just some things that you want to be able to do that you can't do. But one thing that I really appreciate about you is, is just your commitment to be there and your follow-through. So totally admire that about you, Eric. Hope, you know, that when I grow Thank up, you. I'm able to, to, to be there as much for other people as, as you have been for me. So really do appreciate yeah, when you. You're, when, well, you're, you know, when you're my age, okay. because I know you're half my age now, <laughs> but when you're my age, when you grow up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, well, when I'm here, I know we'd be jumping on tables and inspiring people. I can't do that now, so I can't quite, can't quite clear the table. Um, but, no, you know, and Eric, you're, obviously you're super successful. I mean, you know, five-time best-selling author, holding these conferences all over the world. You're connected to some major influencers. One of the things, when I have someone who's super successful on the Spotlight Show, my, one of my goals is to help my audience to help you that are listening to be able and, and to help myself too to be able to take out some golden nuggets um, from what you've been able to accomplish that I can apply in my own life that you can apply you know speaking to the audience that you can apply into your own life as well um, some takeaways so that you can be super successful so Eric where I'd like to start today is with your story um, how you got to where you are and if you'll give me permission, I'm going to kind of interrupt you intervals along the way as I pull out some gold nuggets that I learned um, so that I can share those with the audience as well. So I, I want to know, I mean, how did you go? I, I was reading a little bit about your story on the website, um, but, you know, how did you go from somebody who you described yourself as being influenced uh, negatively by some adults that you had surrounded yourself with to now being surrounded by all these major influencers and influencing people yourself. What, what's your story? How did you get to where you are today? Yeah, thanks so much. It's really sweet, by the way, what, what you said um, earlier. Thank you very much for, for even mentioning that I was an influence on you, which is, that's awesome, because I see you everywhere, Allison. You're, you're just, like, taking over the United States. I can see it. So, <laughs> but besides that, um, I got started years ago uh, with Brian Tracy. He was my mentor. And uh, he still is. I mean, he's a mentor to many. And, uh, and that was a great experience working with him. And I worked with him for a good six or seven years or so and became a senior trainer of his and all that, all that good stuff. But in the, in the journey, we, we ended up having a few different managers that I worked with and diff- different people that were promoters and so forth. And I, I kind of got surrounded by, well, I guess I surrounded myself by mistake with some negative influencers. And really, it, it, it kept me in, uh, Allison, in kind of a rut um, because I couldn't grow any, any further. Like, like they say a leader is somebody who, who wants to teach you, but then they want to teach you how to be even better than they are, than the, than the actual leader. Well, I, I ran into a few different managers and, and bosses and so forth back in the day that just didn't want to see that. They, they wanted us to grow to a certain level, but they really didn't want us to surpass because I guess they were afraid of <laughs> afraid of what's happening now, taking over the world. So, 
so instead, what I did, decided to do was I decided, okay, no more. I had to literally quit or fire myself and, and stop surrounding myself with certain people so that I can allow other influencing awesomeness to come into my life. And that's, that's really what, um, you know, not getting into names or anything, but that's, that's essentially what happened. Um, now, Brian Tracy is amazing, so it had nothing to do with him. It was just some, some people that started working with him, and, and I was kind of surrounding myself with them by accident or by mistake. Um, ended up, uh, the, the, the real turning point was when I decided, okay, enough is enough. I'm, I'm going to surround myself with other types of people that are more positive and that are in the motivational world rather than uh, an inspirational world rather than the uh, um, sort of uh, negative world, if that makes sense. So that was kind of my, uh, yeah, you my know, start years I, ago. I, I really need, oh, here's, here's the part where I interrupt you. <laughs> so I, sure. I love what you're saying because I think it's really true. And I think it was Jim Rohn. I'm going to totally slaughter this. They said, you know, you're the sum total, like the five people who you surround yourself the most with. And I think, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people have good intentions and find themselves surrounded by maybe negative people. So here, here's my question to you, Eric. How, how were you able to identify, or what would you say to somebody else who's maybe thinking, oh, gosh, I think, think maybe I'm surrounded by negative people. How did you identify that those people were having a negative influence on you? And moreover, how, what were some of the traits you looked for when you wanted to surround yourself with motivational or inspirational people? What, what are some of the things uh, that you looked for mm-hmm. in those people? And what were some of the things that told you that the people around you were, were be, being negative and bringing you down? Sure. Great, great question. So let me start with the, the latter question first. So what, what are traits or what are things you look for to realize that you're surrounding yourself with the wrong type of people? Well, what I started doing was asking myself, okay, at the end of the day, you know, am I happier than I was yesterday? And that was one major question. And, uh, and I, could, I could honestly say no, you know, and I, I could honestly say that I was asking myself, you know, what am I doing? Why am I here? What, what am I doing this for? You know, am I really assisting people? And, um, or am I being held back? So there's, there's a series of questions that you can ask yourself, and, and they're very simple. Just ask yourself, you know, are you, are you happy at the end of the day? Is this make, are you making a difference? Is your team making a difference? And, um, and very importantly, um, the, the fact that, you know, we realize, or I realize now, you know, back in the day, I guess I didn't realize this, but I realize this now, um, that, you can't do it alone. You know, you, they say, a friend of mine says, uh, which I'll probably butcher this one, but let's try it. A friend of mine says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with a team. Hey, I got that right. <laughs> there you go. So, so, uh, so that's, those are the things that I started looking for. And I, I, I decided, okay, at the end of the day, you know, you are your own uh, greatest critic and worst critic at the same time. But you can identify it by having some some peaceful tranquility for just a few minutes at the end of the day and ask yourself, am I, am I in the right spot? Am I doing the right thing? And, and the, the answers are internal. I learned that from Jim Rohn personally. You know, the answers are really internal. Uh, you, you, we, you know, us gurus, they call us gurus these days, right? We, we don't have all the answers. We just have a direction to teach you how to go and, and how to ask yourself great questions. That's, that's all, like, or from the secret, you know, from, um, let's say John Ostroff or, uh, Jim Rowan used to say this back in the day or Laura Langmeyer, all these different Sharon Lecter. We all just ask different questions that people are not asking themselves. So that's what I was, uh, that's how I identified the, uh, the kind of the negative 
And then what I started doing to find the positive was simply uh, looking to see who, who in the, in the world that I was in were doing so fantastically and seemed to be the happiest at, at doing that as well. Uh, because I, I've, I mean, you and I both know, in fact, I won't mention any names, but you and I both know there are people in our industry, in our industry, excuse me, on our stages that you and I share stages with, that they are doing really well, yet they're just not happy. They're not happy being what they are or who they are and so forth. They're not really living their, their true um, sort of being, if that makes sense. So I started doing that and try, trying to find out, okay, who is it? And this, is, this goes back for years and years ago, 20 years ago, when I started with Brian Tracy. He asked the one question that I, I used for years, and that question is, why is it that some people are more successful than others? And I just applied that one question to the same principle of what we're talking about, about who, who is it that's the happiest doing what we do? And then I started surrounding myself with those people. And those people are the most attainable people as well, meaning some, some, people, some people think, well, these people are so famous, they're tar- tough to get in touch with and so forth. You know, all you have to do is pick up the phone, you know, start the conversation and, and, uh, and show some value. And then sure enough, you'll get connected. Yeah, you know, I love what you're saying, and I want to bring up a couple of things here. First of all, if you're listening in on this, I would write down that question. This question so stuck out in my mind. Am I happier today than I was yesterday? And if your answer is no, why not? Why aren't you happier today than you are yesterday? And then, of course, who is the happiest doing what you want to do? And I think that's such a great question, too, Eric, because so often we ask ourselves, who's the most successful? I want to look to them. But success is not necessarily happiness. And if you can't be happy in what you're doing, maybe you look at the most successful person and you start emulating what they're doing and they're a workaholic who, you know, is having a, you know, a a mental breakdown every other day and they hate what they're doing, but they make a lot of money. I mean, I don't want to be like that person. So I love not only asking who around me is successful, uh, but who's, you know, who's happy as well. So I love that. I love that. Um, You know, here's another thing too that... (laughs) That you that you said that I'd like to pull out of that. That is really sometimes the people we want to be connected with are only a phone call away. It's seriously that simple, and that's something that you actually taught me early on, and um, and I didn't believe it. I, I did not believe it. I, I'd seen all these people that I want to be connected to. I thought, oh, I'll never be connected to them. There's no way I can ever reach them, and they were actually very reachable. So uh, you know, you. You went from, you know, working uh, with somebody who was influential, you know, to surrounding yourself with influential people. Do you have any other advice for how you connect? Well, first of all, before that, let's talk about some of the people that you're connected to today. Um, who, who are some of the people that you're surrounding yourself with, Eric, and why? Oh, good question. So I surround myself with myself all the time. I love that, actually. Um, but I do. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm literally surrounding myself with myself. So what I, do, what I do is I get up in the morning, and I use what's called a 60-second morning mirror, and I literally have a conversation with myself for 60 seconds because nobody does this. You know, eyeball to eyeball, mirror to mirror, looking at yourself, having a conversation, and really pumping yourself up. So I am, and, that, and that's another question, by the way, I asked myself on the previous question you asked. Uh, one of the things that I asked myself is, would I surround myself with myself? Like if I were introducing myself to, to myself, would I say, wow, that's a person I want to hang out with? <laughs> and the answer is, oh, yes. now it is. 
I love that. Okay, I I just have to, I'm going to interrupt you here. I have to say this. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I had a guest on my show, Tyler Watson, and he was talking about relationships. And he said, you know, so many of us make a list of what we want other people. He said, the real trick is make a list. Once you make a list of what you want in, in another person, take that list and apply it to yourself. Are you meeting those criteria? And, uh, you know, that's a great, a great thing to do. A great, uh, you know, baseline criteria is would I want to hang out with myself, you know, every day? Right. Would I want to uh, be surrounded with myself? And if the answer is no, why not? I mean, what do you need to change? Because you will not attract the people in your life who you want to be around if they don't want to be around you. So I absolutely love that uh, suggestion. And again, if you're listening, take note of that because, um, Eric, I think that that was a huge breakthrough to me when you said that. Love it. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. So, yeah, so some people will listen to that and say, oh, you're just being, you know, conceited or something. You just want to hang out with yourself. That's not the case. What I'm saying is, Find out if you are the type of person that you would hang out with if I were going to refer myself to myself. <laughs> so it's a, it's a really great question. Um, but to answer your, your question, who I surround myself with is, of course, myself. Uh, secondly, I surround myself with a great team that really works well in connecting uh, and co- communi- communicating, connecting, and really committing to success. Uh, success of, of happiness. You know, of, of that. And that's why Habitude Warrior came around is because I, I used to be really good at selling and all that stuff, which I still am. But it's, it's, um, it's not about selling. It's about serving nowadays. And if you serve the right, right type of people and, 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 and make sure that you are giving them awesomeness or giving them happiness, then they're going to be buying your products. They're going to buy into your mission as well. But, um, but to give you a few names like... Uh, you know, who do I surround myself with? Well, a lot of people on my stages, you know, from, from Brian Tracy, John Asroff, Laura Langemeyer from The Secret, Bill Walsh, uh, who else? Um, Sharon Lecter, of course, is a dear friend of mine. Uh, Greg Scott Reed, great buddy of mine. Ruben Gonzalez, four-time Olympian in the luge. He's great. Uh, so I surround myself with all these different people, and I, I actually have a, a list in my phone and I commit myself to calling these people on a consistent, regular basis so that I, I, uh, I force myself to, to surround myself with the, uh, the right type of people all the time. Yeah, I love that. It, we need to go to commercial break right now. I keep saying I love that. I'm catching myself over and over throughout the show saying, <laughs> I love that, I love that. But there's so many things that you're saying that are really striking me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try not to, to. I'll try to use that word a little more sparingly. But I really do appreciate well, what, what you're talking? saying. And uh, <laughs> you like the word love. I really do appreciate what you're saying. And uh, we, we need to go to commercial break now. But the one final nugget that I took out of that that I want to share with the audience or want to point out is calling people on a consist- consistent basis. And that's something, you know, that that's a little bit of a struggle sometimes. We get busy, but really relationships are our greatest resource. And just because you've built a relationship one time or you've done something with somebody one time doesn't mean that you, uh, you know, that you, you don't need to maintain that relationship. You do need to maintain it. And I love your thought of calling people regularly. I think I'm going to adopt that myself. Um, it can be hard to yeah. do, but it also really does force you to say, who, who is the most, who are the most important people to me? Um, who do I want to spend my time calling? And, and what, I mean, it's just going to go a long way. So anyway, 
Eric, tons of great nuggets so far already. When we come back, we're going to hear more about what Eric's doing today about his Habitude Warrior conferences um, and how he is changing lives all around the world, sharing what he has learned and inspiring people all over the globe. So we'll be right back with Eric Swanson. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste, and Freshly delivers to my home and my office, so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. If you're just joining us today, we have a very special guest, Mr. Eric Swanson. I've already pulled out so many great nuggets today about surrounding myself with positive people, how to maintain relationships, and uh, really how to create happiness uh, in the success that I'm having. And Eric, you've been able to do that a lot. I want to shift focus a little bit here, and I want to talk about these conferences that you're holding um, all over the, the nation, and you said even globally. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about what the focus of those conferences are, where you're holding those, uh, how you're inspiring people throughout the world? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, before I answer that, I'd like to go back because right before the last break, you had mentioned something 
that uh, that you loved my technique about about uh, connecting with people. And then you said this. You said, but I know we're all busy. What I'd love to do is I, I want to literally get rid of that statement because I, I don't think that any of us should be busy, too busy to be able to connect with all these individuals and all these greatness that surround us, uh, surrounds us, you know? So I think it's, uh, it's really, we're all busy, of course, but that's an excuse to not connect with the right type of people. And that's what gets people in people's way is they, they think they're, they're busy. So then what happens is they don't, they don't make that, uh, that trip to go see that person or they don't pick up the call uh, or pick up the phone to make that call either. Um, or go to events like like we're talking about to segue into into some of my conferences. So anyway, I just wanted to make that quick note if that makes sense. Um, but Thank you. about the conference, you're welcome, my pleasure. So about the conference, we have um, we have something called Habitude Warrior Conference, and what we do is we we have 33 speakers. We always have 33 speakers for three days, and what we do is it's it's all TED Talk style presentations which is so much fun these days. You know, everyone loves the TED Talk. So we, um, we have just uh, some fantastic individuals that are ranging from uh, sales success to uh, selling to closing skills to prospecting, lead generation to social marketing and media to, uh, to business development to, uh, to, to relationship development. We have relationship experts, you name it, 33 top speakers, three-day conference. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. So why did you, what was your motivation? I just said, I love it again. Eric, come on. So what, what inspired you to start doing these conferences? Um, you know, and how, how did you make them successful? Because I have a lot of people that talk to me, as you know, I'm involved in a lot of events. I've been asked to be involved in over 200 events in the past three months. I, I just get asked to be involved in a lot of events. Wow. And people have holding events or trying to hold events and, you know, it's hard. It's hard to hold a successful event. You know, there's a lot of people out there listening right now. And they're going, oh, oh, my goodness. This guy gets some of the nation's best speakers to come, even the world's best speakers, to come and speak on his stages. He gets hundreds of people to attend. Not only that, but, I mean, these people are paying to attend, and they're getting 10 times the value of what they're paying, if not more. Do you have happy speakers? Do you have happy attendees? I'm sure you could tell a success story after success story, and I do want to ask you about that in a minute, but how, how, did, how did you create all this? What's your secret to success when it comes to these conferences? Uh, well, I, I, I can't give away all my secrets, but I'll give you a few. So the first thing is to, to connect with the right people. Uh, that's the first. In fact, everyone grab a piece of paper, write these three things down. Here we go. <laughs> Number one is connect with the right people. So that's, that's immensely important. And if you're connecting with the wrong people that are going to deliver the wrong message, then you've got the wrong person on your stage. So absolutely make sure you're connecting with the right people. And that also includes the right type of audience members. So back in the day, we used to, we didn't really care who came to our events. Now we're pretty exclusive as to who actually comes to our events and, and who speaks at our events as well, because we want the right type of, of, of uh, message uh, being delivered as well as received. So that's the first thing, surround yourself with the right people um, this, and build those relationships. The second thing that I did was I created a wait list, which is, I can't believe I'm sharing this with you guys, but here we go. I, cre- I created a wait list. What I mean by that is I literally 
called all my people, my 12 employees that I work with or contractors, and I said, hey, guys, here's the deal. We are going to put a halt, a stop to selling any tickets right now, and we're not taking any, any more attendees and no more, no more uh, speakers for three months. And my whole team freaked out. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, don't worry, don't worry. It'll all work out. Trust me. And they're like, all right, because they trust me. They know, they know I've got something up my sleeve. So, so we, what we did is we created that three-month wait list. And, of course, I took care of my team during the, that three months. But what, what it did, Allison, was it generated this, this uh, sense of urgency that you needed to sign up quickly before tickets were sold out. And nowadays, we sell out. Literally, our Boston event is, I think we have 20 more spots to be able to sell out at the arena that we're in or the, the venue that we're in in, um, in uh, Boston coming up in November. So I created this wait list. And not only is it a wait list for the, for the attendees, but most importantly, it's a wait list for the speakers. So and I kid you not, all the speakers know that there's about, nowadays, there's about a year and a half to two year wait list to get on my stage, which is awesome and kind of unheard of these days uh, from, uh, from, from our industry because, uh, as you just mentioned, you know, so many people are doing these these, uh, these speaking events in different places, different everywhere. Everyone's got an event these days, but they don't have the right event. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Cool. Here's the thing that's interesting, too, is, you know, a lot of times, I mean, really, speakers to, to get on a stage, I mean, it's, it's kind of a last-minute thing. So the fact that you have a year-and-a-half wait for a speaker to come on your stage is incredible. The fact that you're selling out of conferences, I mean, most people, most event organizers are begging people to come to their conferences. So what you're mm. saying is, is one of your secrets is you really created a sense of urgency. You created a stage and an event that was desired. Um, people desire to to attend that. Is that is that correct? It's absolutely right. Yeah, and and also not only a sense of urgency, but a sense of demand. That's that's mm. that's what you just said. Is really the the desire to be there. So. People yeah. want what they can't have, typically. <laughs> so uh, most people can't get on my stage until they go through uh, three, four, five different steps, and they also need to wait a certain number, number of uh, months to be able to get on there. So that's, uh, yeah. that's really important. And then the third thing that I do is, if you want the three secret sauces, <laughs> um, now these are just yes, three out do. of like, these are like three out of 300 uh, secrets, by the way, because I can't get okay. everything away. But the third yeah. thing is, um, and it, it sounds pretty, uh, pretty easy, and, and you've heard this many times before, but it, it, really, it really is true. Over-deliver is what I it's, – it's, that's it. It's just over-delivering. So I under-promise, over-deliver. Now, I actually don't under-promise. I do promise. I promise X amount of things that they're going to get at the event and so forth and so on. But what's cool is you're over-delivering. And what I mean by that is have surprises, have different things that are – that you're going to be able to to have like a like a like a meet the speakers VIP party or um, have a backstage pass something like that. Like in in our Boston event coming up here, um, we have finally. Uh, I'm, uh, actually, you're going to be my first radio show to announce this on. We are finally going live stream, and we're going to allow people to watch our events through live stream through a pay per view kind of thing for the three days coming up. But what's cool is we're going to have a VIP. Yeah, I know. That's the cool part. But even cooler is this. We're going to have a VIP live stream. And what that means is you get to go behind mm-hmm. the scenes, backstage pass, 
to go after the speaker speaks on my stage for the 20 to 30 minutes. Then they go into the green room and they actually are on an interview style um, uh, live stream there as well as their original stage presentation. So the backstage <laughs> VIP pass is going to be really, really cool. <laughs> that, I, I, you know, you talking about that and creating these opportunities for over-delivering, here's the, here's the importance of that that I think, you know, you didn't state, but it's kind of implied. If people are happy with your event, they're going to want to come back. If people are happy with your event, they're going to tell other people to go. If people are happy with your event, you're going to have incredible testimonials. Uh, so I, I really can't overemphasize the importance of over-delivering. And as I've mentioned, I've helped out with a lot of events and asked to participate in a lot of events. And so all of the events where the participants walk away and they feel happy, they feel like they really got great value from the event, even more than what they paid or invested in it, those people are going to be the ones who come back. They're going to be your biggest fans. So that's a great tip, Eric. Um, I would it's love true. To hear- I, I want to jump in. Can I jump in on one okay, thing? Yeah, on go, that? Ahead. go ahead. So just to mention one more thing there, over-deliver, but not only to the attendees, but actually over-deliver to the, to the, to the speakers as well. And, and that's, that's something that, that a lot of events don't do is they don't treat the speakers as their clients as well. And, and they are. You want, their, you want those speakers to go and leave your event. Let's say you have a one day with three, three speakers or oh, eight speakers or ten or whatever it is. You want them to leave going, oh, my gosh, that Habitude Warrior and, and Eric Swanson, they know how to treat you right. They know how to take care of you. And, and they promised, you know, 250 people in the room. And guess what? There were 350 that's, I always do that, by the way. I always tell them, hey, there's only going to be 150 or 200. And then there's, when they get there, they, they realize there's three to 400 people in the audience every day, which they love. <laughs> so people don't usually do that in, in our world. Usually it's the flip side where people will say, well, there's going to be 300 people there. And then you show up, there's 100, you know, or something like that. So yeah. always, well, always over-deliver. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, as the founder of the Speakers Coalition, I connect speakers with stages all the time. And, you know, I, I don't do the contract with the speakers. It's the event organizers. So you're absolutely right. And I mean, there's some things that are out of your control, but it's always the events where the speakers show up and there's more people <laughs> than they thought that they're the happiest. And if there's, you know, if the numbers don't match, they aren't always that happy. So I, I definitely agree. I think that that that's a great, great uh, point as well. And, you know, Eric, I'd love to hear a couple of success stories, either from participants that have come to your event or maybe speakers that have spoken at your event. What are some of the things that really touched your heart or that you had happen? You thought, oh, yeah, this is why I'm doing it. Can you share a couple of those experiences with us? Yeah, sure, of course. Um, so I'll give you, and I'm not going to name names because I, I don't, you know, I don't have their permission right now to say these stories uh, on the radio. But I will say this, that I, I constantly hear people coming up to us and writing stories to us saying that we changed their lives because of certain things, whatever those things are. You know, one, one example was this, this gentleman was ready to quit his job. He was in the mortgage industry in Texas, and he was, he was ready. He was, he was, I mean, honestly, Allison, the gentleman was like 62 years old, something like that, 61, 62. So he wasn't old, but he wasn't young. 
but he was in this position where he didn't know where to turn, what to do. And he ended up telling me that he signed up for our, our event. He couldn't afford to pay for the event, so he ended up spacing it over some installments to get there. He gets there, he comes back, and skyrockets in his career, uh, in, his, in his mortgage industry there in Texas, from learning the principles and getting re-energized. And that's another thing that we do is we, we really we re-energize you of what greatness is already inside of you. And a lot of people don't see it. You're too deep in that forest. So we want to help you identify what those great assets are that are, that are going to help you move to the, your next level. But then what are, we don't just leave you there. We say we, we, we identify what is holding you back as well. So you can actually eliminate those things out of your, out of your everyday occurrence. You know, so, so that's one story that I loved. Um, another thing, another story is this. Uh, this woman comes up to me and she started thanking me. And I think she did a testimonial, a video testimonial for us as well. It's on one of our, our pages. And she literally started crying, saying that, you know, she's so glad that she brought her, um, her husband and her spouse there because not only are they, they, they're going to, this is going to help their business, of course, because they're uh, in business together, but they personally, their relationship was, was going to grow in, a, in such an immense way. So that was really touching. And, and kind of one last thing that I hear a lot is, and I, I, I'm actually telling people this because this is what I'm hearing from my events. Um, if you sign up to one of our events, be, um, how do I say, uh, expect to uh, be, um, be ready, okay? Be ready or, and expect to do three things. One, to learn. Two, to cry. And three, to laugh. <laughs> because we have, throughout the three days, you're going to do all three of those. <laughs> and like it's it's pretty much impossible not to do all three of those. So it, that really touched my heart um, in in hearing that. And then the very last thing is this: we have something called the Junior Habitude Warriors, and what we do is we teach kids ages seven to seventeen in three different areas. We teach them confidence, leadership, and personal development. And what's nice about that is we have so many parents coming back saying thank you for allowing me to bring my child or two, you know, a couple. Uh, there were a couple twins there one day. This is it's so much fun. So on day three of our event, what we do is we um, we have a side, se- you know, separate room where we have all of our experts teaching the kids, and uh, and it's just really really beneficial for the families. So um, those are kind of some, some really fun uh, stories that really you know touch my heart. Oh, that's great. Thank you for sharing this. It's almost time for us to take another commercial break, but before we do that, uh, just in 20 seconds or less, I'd love to hear the answer to this question. What, I mean, how'd you come up with the name Habitude? Why Habitude Warrior? Sure. Easy answer. I was sitting down with a guy named Jim Rohn back in the day in Houston, Texas. I shared a stage with him there, and he asked me what I did, and I told him, and he says, no, that's not what you do. And I said, really, I'm not doing sales, I'm not doing this? He goes, yeah, well, that's what you're doing. But really, what, what's your passion? I told him my, my passion was habit and attitude. And that's where Habitude came in, into play. We just put it together. <gasps> that's, that's so clever. And I know that, that really uh, catches a lot of people's attention. So, so that name Habitude is very clever. Um, more with Eric Swanson coming up. I am just taking notes here like crazy, writing things down. You really have created a super successful life and a successful life where you're not only successful professionally, but also personally as well. Um, what, a, what a great example you are to those around us. 
And coming up next, we're going to hear more from Eric. Uh, I, I know you're going to be taking more amazing notes coming up. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Life is complicated, and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. It's time to elevate yourself and your business to the next level. What are the secrets of business success? Discover them on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with your host, Kieran Sweeney. Find out who the business owners are that stand out in their respective industries and what they can teach you. The program contains valuable advice that can cost thousands through a professional consultant. Key Entrepreneurs of Influence can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern time on the voice america influencers channel have you ever checked out in the limelight with clarissa burt you don't know what you're missing clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers how do you live a model life find out when clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight we'll talk with the masters from art science food health finance beauty and business You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back. If you're just joining us today on Spotlight, we have Mr. Eric Swanson. And Eric and I were just talking on break. And, you know, one of the things uh, that Eric does best is compliment people and really magnifies what they do best. And he was complimenting me on my interviewing skills and and on the radio show. And I said, you know, Eric, I, I love to hear that. And here's why I do my radio show, that I'm just passionate about helping people connect with this life-changing advice. Uh, I've had so many people come to me, and they just, they want to do so much, but they get so stuck. And what I am passionate about doing is bringing people on the show like Eric, because he's been there, he's been stuck, and he got unstuck, and he is today doing what a lot of people aspire to do, and that is he's living a fulfilled, successful, happy life. He is living his passion, and he's changing the lives of other people. He really is fulfilling his purpose. So, Eric, let's start there. 
if there's somebody listening and they're saying, you know, I love what this guy's doing, but I can never do that. Uh, I'm so stuck in my life. How do they get unstuck? What are your What are your tips for that? Yeah, definitely. So thanks for saying what you just said. That was really cool of you. Um, so yes, I was stuck in a major way. In fact, you know what? All of us are stuck at certain times of our lives. And I would go so far to say this. All of us are still stuck. We are stuck in the fact that, like, for me, I'm stuck right now. I'm stuck in not going to the next level that I could because of certain habits or activities or non-activities I'm doing or not doing uh, on a daily basis. So we all have these these goals and aspiring, you know, uh, uh, aspirations that we want to hit or, or, or desired outcomes. And, and that, then, and that changes, you know, if you think about it, Allison, like, like the things that you worried about three years ago or five years ago or, or eight years ago are very different than the things you're worrying about right now, today, you know, in, in, in being in a new environment, let's say, or, um, like all of us, we go into new environments, new, new, uh, uh, let's say a new job, new, new career, um, maybe it's a new relationship, you know, or, or maybe it's getting out of a, a negative relationship or something like that. You know, we all have these changes and transitions. So what I do is I, I just realize, look, life goes on. This too shall pass. Things will, things will always happen to us. It's what you do with that and how you react towards it that's going to make a big difference. So we're all stuck in certain ways. That's the first thing is I just remind myself that we're all stuck, Okay. How do you get out of this stuckness? Well, first of all, is don't stress out about it so much. You know, if, if what's the worst thing that can happen? Okay, you lose your job. Uh, you're smart enough to be able to, you know, all of our listeners right now can, you know, with this entrepreneurial uh, industries that we have nowadays, you could just get off of your butt <laughs> and get out there and actually build something that you really want to build. And what is that that you want to build? Like if you close your eyes right now, unless you're driving, if you close your eyes right now, what do you vision? You know, where, where, what are you doing? What, what habits are holding you back? What, think about one habit. I just did this this morning with another group that I was in front of a group in, um, in Massachusetts today. And I, I asked them, I said, look, everyone close your eyes. Think of one, one area that, or one habit that you do on a daily basis that if you stop doing that, you'd be more successful for, throughout the whole week. And people would think about this, right? And, and I, and I don't tell that by saying, you know, it may be a habit that you're not doing, that you need to start doing. So it's either a habit that you can get rid of or a habit that you, um, that you should start. Okay, so what is that habit? Now ask yourself, what is that de- determining, how is that determining your future? Meaning, like, let's say you're in sales uh, or you're in, you're, you're in type of, one type of industry that does some type of sales um, that you're generating business that way. So put a quantity on that. Like, let's say if you stop doing that habit, do you think that you would at least close or open one more relationship on a monthly basis? And what's that commission? So we're looking at uh, one, one lead or one, one close or one relationship per month times your commission on that, uh, on that close, let's say. So that could be a whole other person's income, really. Um, and and it, this applies to any area of your life. So if you're stuck, just realize other people have been stuck as well. And if you, um, if you just really just relax and, and trust the fact that you can do it, if other people can do it, you can do it too. Brian Tracy taught me that years and years ago. 
And you could do it even better, yeah, right? Like that song says. <laughs> yeah, and I really, really like that approach because instead of saying, okay, to get from A to, to Z, I need to do 25 things in between. I need to do all these things. That can be so overwhelming uh, to think about all the things that we could be doing better or all the things that we shouldn't be doing. But to just break it down and say, what's one thing that I can do today? Or what's one thing that I can do right now that would help me to get to where I want to go? Instead of going from A to Z, just go from A to B and then B to C and then C to D. You don't need to do everything at once. And, you know, some, I mean, we could even call it the perfectionism syndrome, right? Uh, I see so many people that are just, they get stuck because they don't have everything right or they don't have everything ready or they don't have uh, all the skills that they need to have. So I really like that advice. Just, just pick one thing. And if you're listening, what is that one thing? What is that one thing that you could do to get unstuck? So, Eric, I'm going to ask you a question. What was that one thing that you've done in the past, maybe the biggest thing that you decided to change that made the biggest difference or the biggest shift in your world? Yeah, great, great question. So I do a few things that are, that are different. And, and I run circles around other people that are, are struggling. They're, tr- they're trying to do things. And I just decided to get rid of the word trying uh, in, in my life. So I don't, I don't try anything. I either do it or don't do it. And the other thing is what I do is I commit myself to taking different routes. And what that means is going different places. So I can literally get out of my own way and go to different places, whether it's a, a different coffee shop or a different uh, restaurant. Um, I, I'll try, not try, but I'll enjoy different uh, restaurants, different cuisines, different locations. So I'm literally meeting different people. Because if you go to the same place, you're t- every day or every week, you're typically meeting the same people and you're not growing. So the, the way I figure is this. If you want to grow in, in any industry, like Allison, you and I are growing in a major way in, in, in this whole genre of helping others, of this self-development, of this, of this uh, soul intuition and so forth. It's great. So the way we do it is by connecting with other people. So can you imagine mm-hmm. if, we, if we tried to do all this stuff, but we just want to do it by the, in the comfort of our living room, you know, our home? Well, that's not going to work. You got to get off, off your couch. You got to get out there. And take different routes, go to different places. Yeah. So that's the thing well, that I, I did. I think, um, yeah, I think what you do in your personal life also reflects in your in your professional life. And as you're saying this, I'm having these huge aha moments. You know how sometimes you do things and you know they're working, but you don't really know why, or you haven't said it out loud, or you haven't been able to articulate it. You just articulated something that I've been doing that now I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why that works. You, you know, for years, Eric, I, I was kind of stuck in these habits. I think as human beings, we're creatures of comfort. We like to do things that we know. Every time we do something that we don't know, we get a little bit uncomfortable. And so I was stuck in this pattern in my life where, you know, every Wednesday I'd have the same thing for breakfast. And, you know, every day I'd get up at the same time and I'd make the same thing for lunch and I'd do the same activities and I'd go to the same places and I'd grocery shop at exactly the same store. I mean, in my personal life, I just got really comfortable with some things and I never pushed my comfort zone. But interestingly enough, when I decided to grow my business, I was challenged 
to change some things in my personal life. And, and also, I, I had to change some things in my personal life because I had less time to do some of the things that I had been previously doing. And so I found that I started pushing myself out of my comfort zone, small things like shopping in a different room, mm-hmm. buying a shirt that I never would have bought because it's a little bit more wild or, you know, the color is a little bit more intense. Simple Simple things like that or, you know what, staying up a little bit later one night or getting up a little bit earlier, whatever it was, I decided to mix things up in my life to start pushing my comfort zone. Instead of every Friday night going to the movies, I went hiking or I found a new place to eat that I'd never eaten before. Uh, and, and just to let you know, I, this is how much of a creature of habit I was and I think we take for granted things that are in our own backyard. I lived in Idaho for, oh heck, I was born and raised in Idaho, but lived in the Idaho area Um, where I had moved from previously for 15 years, and it wasn't until a month before I moved that I ever went whitewater rafting on one of the best rivers in the world to go whitewater rafting that was literally half an hour away from my my doorstep just because I got so in my comfort zone. But as I started to, to mix things up in my personal life, as I started to push my comfort zone a little bit, as I started to try and do these things, I found that I became more comfortable in my professional life with connecting with new people, going to new places, going to these different events. And, uh, and it absolutely, absolutely propelled my professional success. Uh, and I think a lot of the things that I did personally to push my comfort zone did that. So I really appreciate you bringing that up. Now, Eric, we're drawing, we're drawing it to a close here. Uh, I, I, I could spend a whole other hour with you. You are full of advice and experience. Let's do it. One more things. hour. <laughs> I know, right? We're going to have part two with Eric Collins the next week. Hey, maybe we'll do Let's it. Do it. Um, but I want to I give a chance for everybody that's listening You've given us some great advice, and I know I'm always looking for leaders and mentors. You mentioned earlier, surround yourself with the kind of people um, who you want to be. So if there's somebody listening to the show, and they're like, man, this this Eric guy, he's got it together. He's doing what I want to do. I really want to connect with him. I really want to get into his circle or be in his circle. How can they connect with you? Uh, So the easiest way, thank you for asking, by the way. The easiest way to connect with me is... Just go to awesomeswanson.com. So it's awesome, and then my last name, swanson.com. And that will literally route or forward directly to my Facebook page. So we can all become friends there. And just remind me that I met you here at Allison's uh, uh, interview and, and radio show. And maybe I'll give them all a free gift or something, something cool. Great. Thank you so much for that. So, Eric, uh, we have just a, a short minute or two left here, but what are your parting words, your final advice? If there's one thing that people could take away from the show, what would it be? What's your call to action today? Okay, so, well, there's a lot of questions there. So my uh, parting advice is get out of your own way. Stop, stop, stop treating yourself uh, wrong and start treating yourself the right way and start uh, becoming best friends with yourself again. Um, actually, Here's some call to action. Write down 30 reasons why someone should hang out with you or work with you. And the first 5 to 10 are going to be pretty easy. The next 5 to 20 are going to be a little tougher. And you're going to have to convince yourself before you convince somebody else. Great advice. Great advice, Eric. Well, thank you so much. Um, and and give, us the, uh, give us the website for your upcoming Habitude Warrior Conference in October as well. 
Sure, sure. We've got, uh, let's see, we've got a big conference coming in in October, and then we've got, um, I'm sorry, it's not October, it's November, November 9, 10, and 11, and that's at mm-hmm. HabitudeWarriorConference.com. I'll, I'll repeat it, HabitudeWarriorConference.com, and you can check, check out the, uh, the calendar there. We've got, uh, we actually have, um, what do we have coming up? We have Boston coming up, we've got Phoenix, Scottsdale, we've got San Diego, we have Las Vegas, and we have London. So we've got a bunch of oh. bunch of cool cities coming up. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today, Eric. I would highly recommend you connecting with Eric, going to a conference, uh, connect with him in one of the, the ways that he has uh, encouraged you to connect with him. And, Eric, thank you for all the nuggets today. Uh, next week we'll have more on Spotlight from super successful people that have transformed their lives and are now working to transform the lives of other people. Uh, until next week, we'll see you then. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show. 